This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome to Garden of Sound. I'm your host, Ian Turner. Thanks for joining me today. If you're listening online or via a podcasting app, the simplest way to hear every episode of Garden of Sound is to subscribe. Just head to gardenofsound.nz right now and hit that subscribe button. It'll give you all sorts of exciting ways to ensure you never miss a program again. To business at hand, the second Garden of Sound live event is coming to the Exchange Christchurch on Friday the 2nd of November. If you were at the first event, you would have seen some fantastic young bands take to the stage, and the second outing will be no different. Early bird tickets are now available at gardenofsound.nz, or you can head along to eventbrite.com and search for Garden of Sound. Segwaying nicely from Garden of Sound Live, we come to today's guests, Better Than Bacon, who performed at the last event. Better Than Bacon is Josh McCaffrey on bass, Joel Coleman on drums, Kane Child on guitar, and Kira Jonkers on lead vocals. They all came through Chisnellwood Intermediate, a school with a very strong emphasis on music, and are now at Shirley Boys, Hagley, and Burnside, respectively. They've been together four years and have a number of rock quests, band quests, and big public gigs under their belt. But what really makes this group better than Bacon? This is the Garden of Sound interview with Better Than Bacon on 96.9 Plains FM. I'm going to direct my attention uh, to you first, Josh, because you're just over there. So okay. tell me about your first um, memory of music in your life. Um, <laughs> Mum and Dad kind of always had music going on in the house. They, like, just recently they've started talking about all these gigs they've went, they went to because um, they're from the UK, so back in the UK they'd go to all these different gigs so anything that inspired you they just kind of went here this is what we have a look see what you like um it was kind of good it wasn't like this is what we listen to this is what we want you to listen to it was just here this is what you like i remember like on road trips would always be listening to like killers and kings of leon when i was really little yeah <laughs> it was great um and this is this is your parents influence here yeah listening to this that is, stuff. yeah because that's um, that's quite modern yeah. But maybe old for you? Yeah. Yeah. Old, old for me, yeah. Um, and then, oh, what's some other stuff? A um, little bit of David Bowie. Dad's, dad always used to talk about how he saw Aerosmith live with Stevie Vai as well. And apparently that was a really good, that was a really cool gig. Yeah. But yeah, so it was kind of just probably early, earliest memories of, it would just be like listening to music that they put on road trips, just seeing what comes just up. Just going for it. Yeah. Joel, I want to I want to kick it over to you. Uh, you're the drummer of the band. Um, were there any sort of drumming heavy groups that you were influenced by? More importantly, why drums? Um, drums because when I was like five, I always liked to hit stuff and like played on pots and pans and stuff. And my parents bought me a drum kit pretty much and forced me to play them instead. And, like, I used to listen to a lot of Foo Fighters, and I'd just smash them as loud as I could, pretty much, in the living room. Is there a, a drumming idol for you? Someone you look up to? Probably Dave Grohl, because he just 
I don't know why. He's just awesome. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what is your favourite track that Dave Grohl is drumming on? It has to be Smells Like Teen Spirit because it's just sick. And the first fill in the song is like, like, damn, like, jeez. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, my... <laughs> uh, what do you think about Queens of the Stone Age? Very good. Mm-hmm. I love the drumming and um, No One Knows which is, you know, my favourite Queens of the Snow song, clearly, because <laughs> Dave Grohl <laughs> sounds amazing on it.
playing uh, guitar. Was guitar always your, your first choice of musical instrument? Uh, I probably wanted to play drums just to hit stuff <laughs> there. But like, you know, Dad bought me guitar, just a cheap acoustic. And he made me play Smoke on the Water and <laughs> intro of In the Sandman. And then I went to, I got forced to play guitar at start because like, I didn't really want to do anything. So you're saying you didn't want to play guitar or you didn't want to do anything else? I didn't else. want to do like music at the start. Why is that? I don't know. I just felt like I was just a kid, so I wanted to like hang around, just do anything that I wanted to. So were there any other aspirations apart from, from music? Yeah, probably <laughs> sport. Yeah. <laughs> or just like sleeping, <laughs> eating. Where did you grow up? Uh, Butter Beach. Okay. In Christchurch? Yeah, yeah, North Beach. And you're currently at Hagley Community College? Yeah. What's the uh, music courses, music tuition, or just music life like at Hagley? It's... Oh, I was going to be a bit biased, but I'll say one of the better, more, like, cooperative music departments in Christchurch, maybe. Like, mm -hmm. everyone's talking to each other, everyone communicates. It's not just separate sections. Everyone, like, wants to collaborate and make different music together. And, like, you know, if you want to make a mess around, you just mess around. Kira, you're the singer in the band. Uh, do you do anything else other than sing? Um, yeah, I'm the baritone saxophone player at my school um, in the big band. Um, and I play the piano f when I songwrite as well. Uh, any other famous um, singer saxophonists out there? Um, not singer saxophonists, no. But um, my biggest... Um, inspiration for singing would probably be Pink or the singer of Devil Skin. This is an interesting one from, from me as a, as a male singer. Are there any guys out there that you like to sing songs of? No, I quite like the um, singer of Muse. I'm not sure Matt saying. Bellamy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, listen to them quite a lot, so... Matt Bellamy is an interesting one. I found out recently that uh, his father was a guitarist with a group, I can't remember their name, but I think they were big in the 60s. Obviously, he's had a lot of sort of assistance from his family. Um, I'm just wondering, what part does um, uh, your family play in your, your music life? Um, quite a big part. If I guess if my family hadn't been into music I wouldn't be so dad was in a band um, and I went to a few of his gigs when I was younger and I guess that's what kind of got me interested in music growing what, up listening to music as well what sort of stuff were they playing um just rock <laughs> so I guess I grew up listening to rock as well which isn't normal compared to other girls my age yeah but it interests me quite a lot is there anyone else in the family that plays music um, my brother got into music as well. So is there a, a Jonkers family band that comes out at Christmas? Um, this year we have to do something for a family reunion, yeah. so... Going back to two other jobs, Josh, did you want to do anything else other than play bass outside of music or the arts? Yeah, um, I do, um, I like surfing and skiing, I'd go, like, mum and dad 
always been quite outdoorsy as well, so kind of going skiing and surfing has kind of been quite a big part of our family lifestyle. And um, I want to be an architect. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just so, kind of just like I've kind of like doodling. Do you have musically? Because I'm thinking about the the money here. An architect is a very grown up job. You know, people do it. They get you know paid money. I guess you could go off and be a a ski instructor or maybe I don't know teach surfing or something. You know, get on the on the pro circuit. In terms of making money, I mean, who are your sort of who are your musical role models? Who's somebody that you would aspire to be like? I haven't really listened to them much, but I've always liked the idea of Iron Maiden because they've got their own play, plane and the singer can has a plane license so they can just go anywhere they like, anytime. I always kind of like the idea of that. Like just, how about we go here? Or how about we go here? So I've kind of like that. And so currently there isn't the Better Than Bacon band bus? Not really, no. Joel, do you want to tell me um, uh, who are the bands who most influence Better Than Bacon, sound-wise? Probably more recently, um, bands like Highly Suspect and Raw Blood. Just the kind of heavy rock sound, but it also has a few kind of... Like, it can be... It's popular rock at the moment. Um, In particular, like, songs like Lydia. I don't know if you know it but by Harley Suspect, but it's just, like, similar to the stuff we do, a lot of distorted heavy guitar mm-hmm. and loud drums and, you know, low rumbly <laughs> bass lines and, yeah. So, yeah, a lot of Harley Suspect and maybe a bit of Muse as well, yeah. You talked about a number of um, male-oriented bands, and Kerry, you talked about sort of female singing singing idols uh, Kane this could be a bit contentious with the whole band in the room how do you think Kira fears uh, as a as a female singer singing um, <laughs> singing all of these male oriented <laughs> tracks um, sometimes she's scared to try take on some of the vocal roles like it might be a bit too low or too high depending on if it what the singer is but like she gives it a go pretty much for everything how much do you improvise when you're playing when you're playing covers i mean do you stick stick to the solos you know as they're played on the on the record <laughs> or you know do you go a bit crazy and sort of get out there and add your own cane flavor to it i pretty much most of the time unless there's bits in the songs like in fly away when it goes quiet i just do an improvise solo but pretty much every other song i stick to what's written what is your favourite uh, all-time solo, or even or even riff? Um, guitar solo would be Marty Freeman's solo in Tornado Souls by Megadeth. Guitar riff, pretty much any Guthrie Govan song, because he just is incredible. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
this is the best part about Garden of Sound because I can't profess to know everything about everything yeah. music-wise, so I learned so much about different artists. Kara, uh, we talked about a bunch of artists. Um, is there a particular track that you want to play today first off? Um, probably Lydia by Highly Suspect. And why that track? I guess that's been a big influence in the sound that we're creating. What specifically about the sound? Um, I guess like Joel said, just the low bass lines and drums and guitar are quite similar. But the only girl who could talk to him Just couldn't swim Tell me what's worse than this And the echoes in the halls They dance along the walls The memories of your ghost You were the one that I used to love And I'm still in love And I never loved you the most I've seen better
This is the Garden of Sound interview with Better Than Bacon on 96.9 Plains FM. Hi, I'm Marina from Dan's Produce. When you're putting food on the table, it's not just about the cost, it's also how good it tastes. At Dan's Produce, you get both. Lower prices and fresher food, all from a great city location. And when we say fresh, all the fruit and veg you buy from Dan's is kept cool and undercover no matter what's happening outside. So next time you're out shopping, make a beeline for Dan's Produce. On the corner of Draper Street and Stanmore Road, just over the bridge. And if you let us know you heard this ad on Garden of Sound, you'll get an extra 10% off your next shop. Dan's Produce, open 8 till 6, 7 days a week. On the corner of Draper Street and Stanmore Road. This is the Garden of Sound interview with Better Than Bacon on Plains FM 96.9. Josh, um, I want to talk about uh, the first musical event that you went along to that some money was shelled out for. Do you want to tell me what that was? First one I can remember probably is we went to Foo Fighters when they came the first time around to um, the the new stadium. Describe the atmosphere. Is, is this the first big rock gig that you went along to? Yeah. I'd kind of like, all I knew what to expect is what, like, my parents had told me about gigs. So I kind of went, went into it just, like, to try and soak up as much as possible and see what it was like. What, um, was, what was a standout song? Something that sort of lives on in memory for you? Um, Probably... Um, the one I can remember most is um, when they played "Here Comes My Hero." I'd like I'd never I'd never like really listened to that song before, and then I just distinctly remember playing that one, and everyone sang along, and that was kind of quite an eye-opening and pretty cool moment. So, what's the song that you enjoy playing live most? Oh, a lot of the Royal Blood stuff's good. Just kind of that's quite bass-focused, so I quite like some of that stuff. Um, Muse is fun to play. Joel, what was the first gig that you went along to? Same one as Josh. Mm. What is it about the Foo Fighters? Is it just Dave Grohl or is it the whole unit? <laughs> yeah, well, it's the whole band, but the whole band is Dave, pretty much, <laughs> in my opinion. It's his sound. Like, you can hear on his new kind of song thing that he just, that he just released called Play, and it's like sounds like a Foo Fighters song and it's just Dave and it's just like a 20 minute long Foo Fighters song pretty much so yeah <laughs> I might get the name wrong uh, but uh, their last album Concrete and Gold yeah what was your opinion of that compared to their other albums I didn't like it as much but there were a few really good songs on there like Run and Skies and Neighborhood which are my two favorite off that album so yeah so this brings me to bands diversifying or at least breaking away from a particular thing that they like or a particular way that they sound uh kane um what 
what sort of other styles of music are you into other than rock? Oh, I like jazz, middle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jazz, middle. Yeah, two completely different genres. Pretty much anything that was like can challenge me because some like a lot of jazz can be difficult for like playing. Who would be your uh, jazz inspirations? Any particular artists? I like Django Reinhardt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the gypsy jazz kind of feel. Kira, what was the first gig that you went along to? Apart from the Wiggles, I think. <laughs> the no, tell me, tell me about the Wiggles. How was that in terms of performance? Um, because they're very good at what they do. Yeah. I, they were a banger. Yeah, they were. So post the Wiggles, then um, maybe a group that you actually wanted to go and see. Not so much a band, but um, the first kind of real concert I went to would have been um, Serge Tankian, who's the singer of System of a Down, singing with the New Zealand Symphony Orchestra. And why that event? That's a band that my family likes, so it was a good opportunity to (laughs) go to a concert, and I really enjoyed it. How long have you guys been a band for? It's better than bacon four years. Better than bacon is four years. And previous to better than bacon, were you in a in a group together? Um, we were all kind of like there was always three of us in a group, and then like one would be left out. So originally it was Kickfire, which was me, Kane, and Kara, and then we went to we got to Chisnerwood Bands, and me, Kane, and Joel were in a band together, um, called Unidentified, and we did a writing band quest, and Kara was in a different band there. Um, and then the next year, um, me, Kane and Kara were in a band again. And we did All Right and Band Quest again. Um, that was called Cosmic Latte. And by around that point, it's a colour, you know. <laughs> that's where we got it from, it's a colour. But um, And that's kind of around the time we kind of started Better Than Bacon. How important are these regular uh, competitions for you guys to, to take, take part in? Kara? I guess they're pretty important for it's something for us to work towards in practices it's good motivation yeah it's good motivation to keep the band going as well is it all worth it though i think so yeah because you hear other people's like creations and it's not just just for you you can hear other people's like what they've made it's there it's like art like it could it's a different meaning to everyone and like everyone enjoys it most of the time. Which reminds me of Eddie Vedder getting up on stage, I think it was at the MTV Music Awards, and saying, oh, I don't know, I don't know how you can judge art, pitting all of these amazing artists uh, against one another. Do you think um, not winning might put some folks off? Hasn't um, for us. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you haven't really <laughs> won until you've lost. Do you think the judging is fair? I th- I think it's compromised. I I I think because they've got to try and not be biased with genres and schools. So I think in a way it's compromised when, rather than just music in general. And like you said before, it's kind of hard to judge art in a way because everyone's got a different style. Everyone's got their own different kind of way of doing things. So in all of the bands that you guys have been in, and Joel, I'm going to direct this one at you, uh, what's your biggest um, uh, learning opportunity or perhaps learning curve that you've had, either while playing 
rehearsing or maybe even recording. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've had a couple uh, gnarly songs that weren't really, you know, very good, <laughs> and we kind of dropped them. <laughs> Funnily enough, they were all written by me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how do you deal with that situation? We talked a lot about art and creativity, and, you know, you're, you're bearing your soul sometimes. You're putting your, your babies out there, as it were. How do you... Um, <laughs> You know, how, 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 how do you break it to another, you know, member of the team that, you know, it's, it's just, it's not going to happen? Kane, seems right up your alley. I'm the quiet one, but I know, I guess talk to them normally and like, you don't put them down. You say, oh, maybe we should try other things and like, you don't be like falling straight to the point with it. Because then you can seem a bit harsh and then they get all worried. Can I add something there? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I think, f- from in my experience, because I'm not the greatest at songwriting, um, it's kind of it's kind of got to a point where I I already know that it's not really working. We just kind of stop playing it, especially since we all criticise ourselves quite a lot. So I'm sure a number of your uh, favourite bands. Um, have been in that situation perhaps where they've had to um, you know, either cut a member loose or even just a song or something along those lines. What's your favourite um, piece of music? What um, something that, that the whole band can agree on? Yeah, Out of the Black probably by Royal Blood. It's probably one of our favourite songs to play and favourite songs to listen to. Have you seen Royal Blood play live? Yeah, Me, Kira, and Joel have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of missed out there. We went up to Wellington recently and saw them play. And what were they like live? Great. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was great. Just kind of like, because it was all standing, just a real cool atmosphere. Just loud. Yeah. <laughs> this is Out of the Black by Royal Blood.
This is the Garden of Sound interview with Better Than Bacon on Plains FM 96.9. Speaking to all four of you, um, the music-making process, we've already talked about how some of uh, Josh's ideas are scrapped and thrown mercilessly to the floor. Uh, Where do the ideas generally come from? It will normally be either me or Kane that comes up with inspiration for a song, whether it's lyrics or just a guitar riff or something. We just bring it to band practice and we build on it together so it's more a group effort than an individual song. Joel, how much direction do you get from Kane and Kira about, I want it to sound like this? Um, most of it is probably me, but I do get a little bit of, you know, ideas from everyone else as well. I'm just small things that I could do but most of it I just kind of listen to what Kane and Josh are playing and play something that goes with that that I think sounds all right so yeah yeah most most of the time it is Joel making his own stuff but I remember one time I think it was partially because Kira does a bit of drumming as well she was on one song I can't remember which one it is but she just kind of went I want this for this part and like played it for him for that particular track, what was the what was the outcome? What was the final product like? I can't remember what song I think, it was. I think, I think with most of the songs, I'll kind of there'll be like one little bit when we first start. I'll kind of direct Joel into what I'm going for, but he'll make I guess build on that. So it's always just building on ideas for the parts of each song. And what recordings have you have you done? That was year and a half, two years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago. So we recorded at Orange Studios. Um, two years ago now, just like one song, and Kira recorded a bit of her original stuff as well. But and anytime she had some other instruments on that, we kind of came in and played on specific songs. Um, and then we've kind of just recorded at band practices and for last year's Rockwest entry there. And then this year we went to Beatbox and recorded a video there and got kind of a like specially made space for recording music and playing music. So what uh, what about your gigging? Um, are you playing regularly? Bit scrappy. Yeah, just kind of whenever something pops up. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have any, like, regular set gigs, but we, I guess we get asked to play often enough that it's not like there's a big gap between each gig. Mm. Going back to the the recordings, um, is there a particular track that you'd like to, um, you'd like to play now, an original piece? Uh, From the beatbox recording for Rockwest Autumn. Trying 
sound interview with Better Than Bacon on 96.9 Plains FM. Hi, it's Marina from Dan's Produce with a reminder that you can get 10% off your next shop just by letting us know that you heard this ad on Garden of Sound. That's 10% off your next shop at Dan's Produce just by saying you heard this ad on Garden of Sound. Dan's Produce on the corner of Draper Street and Stanmore Road. 
This is the Garden of Sound interview with Benedict Bacon on Plains FM 96.9. I want to ask what your best musical memory or the most rewarding thing you've done as a band in your your four years together. What's the thing that stands out the most uh, as, as the best thing that Better Than Bacon's done at this point? I remember we did, um, a couple of years ago now, we did New Year's Eve in Hagley Park and then not long after, Kira got recognised recognized oh, yeah, in, in public in um, botanic oh. gardens someone went, oh you're the singer from better than bacon i thought that was kind of cool even though it, i wasn't the one getting recognized that, like we got rec- like the band even though it was the kira band. yeah got recognized other than at somewhere that was at a music place it was kind of like just someone random knew who we were how do you all deal with your sort of classmates and contemporaries and that kind of thing is it is it cool being in a band or do you get do you get hassled because they're jealous because you you know you're doing something you love how does that how does that go my mate he um he seems like a super fan for some reason like he listens to everything like multiple times he always takes the piss out of me he's like oh i think you need a second guitarist (laughs) i think being in a band is it's i guess something other people wouldn't understand because like it's a cool thing in the band but from other people's perspective it might just be something that's I guess yeah but weird that we can all be this close and play music so do the lyrics come solely from you Kara yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah and how do you feel about that you guys um not having your stories told I'm pretty bad at writing lyrics, so, you know, I don't really mind. I'm happy to sit in the back and play the drums. <laughs> you should be doing backups like vocals, though, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Except for Josh. <laughs> what's, the, what's the one, three, five-year plan for you guys? Should we be coming to the end of high school, I guess, yeah. in a couple of years, thereabouts? Mm. One rock quest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have an idea yeah. for something, but I haven't really told you guys about it yet. What's that? Let Josh? me <laughs> let me take a let me take a step back and go back to rock quest. What kind of feedback have you had uh, from your most recent outings? Change your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the biggest negative feedback we've got, I guess. <laughs> yeah. To change our name. Apart from that, we've got quite a lot of positive feedback actually yeah and what was some of that positive feedback um i guess at um so it heats the heats this year just random people saying we were the best band that's played so far or like we've got a great sound just encouraging us to keep playing mm-hmm. i've heard a lot of comments on how tight we are we're just like trying to keep it as tighten it as possible okay so you said you said win rock quest um post that because you know that will sort of the be it's not necessarily the be all and end all there's plenty of bands that have gone off to do some amazing things what happens after that i do have an idea that i actually haven't told you guys about yet my my uncle who lives over in the uk lives in brighton um has done a lot of stage work for different things like he's done some stuff for stomp but he did some stuff at glastonbury and he suggested like a year ago or something that like playing like there's always some like younger bands playing on some of the small stages at glastonbury and there's still plenty of people there and there's still plenty, plenty of people like hearing about it but like i reckon like if we could 
find the money to fly over to the UK, I reckon that would be quite cool to like even just play on one of the small stages at Glastonbury and like even just I think go to Glastonbury would be quite cool, but to play it it would be real cool. Would be amazing. Mm. I like that idea. (laughs) So we talked about some goals and some aspirations when Rock Quest play Glastonbury. Um, or maybe any other <laughs> slightly like <laughs> but a difference between those or maybe any other up and coming yeah. New Zealand festival that's that's coming along um, are there any uh, groups in particular um, uh, that you would like to support or even down the track you know work with the meat even Kiwi band actually so like yeah Kiwi me and Joel have got to kind of work uh, quite closely to a New Zealand artist just because um, at Shirley, the music, the one of the music teachers is Brad Banks, who's the guitarist of um, the Dukes. So it's kind of we kind of like talk to him a lot, and kind of he's been through all the different stuff, and he's kind of added ideas every like we've played at Shirley a couple of times, and he's kind of added on something and given some suggestions. And also Jed Parsons, I believe yeah. you yep. had. Some stuff yep. to do with. What do you think of Jed's work? I really like his music. A lot of his songs are on my Spotify playlist. And I work a lot with him at school. He helps out my other band a lot and gives us a lot of ideas. Um, he's really a really good musician and he has a lot of great ideas. So that's really helpful having him at Shirley there to help us. Yeah. That's fantastic. Guys, it's been an experience having you on Garden of Sound. Um, is there a track, uh, perhaps an original track, that you'd like to take us out with today? Um, What's it called? Change Your Mind. Change Your Mind, yeah. yeah it's just another original that we did um, at the Beatbox, really for the Rock Quest this, Rock Quest this year, um, called Change Your Mind. Fantastic. Thanks so much for being on the show.
Thank you so much for joining me today. This week's guest was Better Than Bacon, one of the bands from the first Garden of Sound live gig earlier this year. If you'd like to listen to any of the songs played today, or in fact any of the artists or composers the band talked about, then please head along to gardenofsound.nz and click on their picture. You can also find a link to the next Garden of Sound live event right on the front page, so please do get in quick to purchase your early bird tickets for that event. As always, thank you so much for joining me this week. Please do subscribe to the show and follow Garden of Sound on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Ian Turner, and this has been Garden of Sound.